Oh, it's a murder, murder in paradise. You can go to paradise, but you might get murdered. It's a murder, murder in paradise. Oh, it's a murder, murder in paradise, murder in paradise. Previously on Murder in Paradise, Inspector Tombolo, following up on the crime that he discovered, has decided to consult a new mysticist called Floriana, who lives above the curio shop. She will help him identify the money that the forensic officers photographed. He is very curious about this money, as you will soon find out. It's a murder, murder in paradise, murder in paradise. Sergeant Tambolo is not sparing any time in trying to figure out what the story of the money is, and he pulls up outside the curio shop on the Grand Parade. He's never stopped by this shop before, and his, although he does like curios, so it is a shame he has not discovered it. Perhaps this is where Misty had bought him that amethyst brooch. Who knows? It certainly looks like the sort of place that would sell one. However, he's not interested in the curio shop, but the door beside it. The one that says Floriana, new mysticist, purveyor of monies. He knocks on the door, and within moments a lady answers. She's dressed quite fancy, a bit too fancy, wearing a bowler hat and a green cape. He does not know what to make of her, for he is confused. Hello, I'm Inspector Tombolo, he says. She greets him. Oh, hello, Inspector. It's funny you came by. I've never had an Inspector come by before. Looking at him with a curious eye, clearly rubbing her hands together, thinking he is about money. Yes, it is a terrible situation, and I need your help, for there are some monies that were discovered at a crime scene, and I need to identify them. Oh, do come in. They walk up the stairs, Along the stairs is like is a cornucopia of money. Coins all stuck to the walls. He's never seen such a thing. And he is curious why she would stick the coins to the walls if her job is to buy and sell monies. However, it is not the time for these sort of questions. Tombola reaches the top of the stairs and sits down in a large leather armchair opposite Floriana. She has books everywhere. Books of international monies and notes and the history of money and the history of the history of monies. She's quite, she seems quite well read. She offers him a cup of tea, and he takes it. He does not ask her for sugar, even though he would like some, because he is currently trying to watch his blood sugar levels. Misty always warns him, I don't want you to lose a leg. Ho, ho, ho. He t- as, he, as he sits there, he takes out the, the photograph he has, and he puts it on the table. Floriana's like, oh, this is the money. This is the this is this odd occurrence. And as she looks at it, she turns the page around, tilts her head, and then looks up at him through her spectacles. Says, "You didn't happen to get get a picture of the other side of these coins, did you?" To his shame, Tombolo did not, for he for it was the forensics job to do that. And and he looks at her and says, "I am sorry. They have not been moved for police reasons." Hmm, she says. Looking at them, she, 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 she looks at them for a moment and then opens one of her large books. 
She said, these are very interesting coins. Very interesting to see together. Why is that? Because they are both old and new money from two different places. You wouldn't usually see that. That's not in everybody's pocket, surely. Yes. Yes, it isn't. It is indeed odd. He did not even think to look at... He did not even recognise any of these coins. As she points she to the page, she says, I can see, from, and glances at her book, that this eight-sided coin is an Argentinian peso from 1969. And this coin beside it is a South African Kruger Rand from 1970. The interesting thing about these two coins, she says, is that they would only have been around together for a short amount of time. For the peso went out of circulation and the Kruger Rand had just been introduced. There would only have been an overlap of maybe three months when these would have been in somebody's pockets. Oh, very interesting, says Tombolo, taking out his notepad and, notepad and writing down the dates. So this, is, this, this is certainly interesting. She says, yes, yes, it is a good thing you came by. Then looking at him very carefully, she says, you don't happen to have these coins handy. I would be interested in buying them. He looks up at her with a stern look, for he is not a money dealer. He is a police officer. He is Inspector Tombolo of the Cape of Good Hope Police Service. Interesting. I do not have them for sale, unfortunately. They are part of an ongoing investigation. But I assure you that when they do come up at a police docking, you will be the first to know. Ho, 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 ho. He laughs heartily, and so does she. Ho, 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 ho. For her hearty laugh is not as hearty as his. He bids her goodbye and continues down the stairs and hops back into his car. He looks in the curio shop and he can see all sorts of wonderful delights. He, he opens his police notebook, not the front but the back, where he writes his personal notes and writes down the curio shop and the date of Misty's birthday. He will put that on his desk so he remembers to go there to get her a nice present. Tombolo hops back in his car and speeds back to the police station to update his records. Interesting, a three-month period in 1970 when these two coins would have been in, in circulation. I must find out more of how they got there. Paradise. As he arrives back to the police station, he parks his car around the back and, and, ent and enters, through the, enters through the officer's entrance. He goes straight to his desk. There's not many desks in this office, but he has his own. And on his, on his desk there are all sorts of files, but the one he's interested in is the blue file. The one, the one that says Lighthouse. And, and he opens it. He can see that the forensic officers have had in more detail. Hmm. Those other items also seem quite interesting that were under the floorboard. There seems to have been a bloodstained T-shirt as well. He looks, he looks at the T-shirt and cannot figure it out. He's like, I have never seen such a T-shirt. And then he, and then he puts it to one side and thinks, and sits back and decides to have a cup of tea and read the paper. For he often finds a time of reflection can be a time of learning and insight. As he sits back and has yet another cup of tea, he decides he reads the sports pages. As he's flicking through. He sees all sorts of information, 
and then it clicks with him. Ah, it is a bloody football jersey. He had never seen this jersey before. It is also odd. He looks he looks at the photo that the forensic officers have taken, and he can see that it has an Italian flag on it. Hmm, interesting, an Italian flag. He asks he asks some of the other officers in the in the station what they make of it, and they say, Hmm, yes, I see this. This is very strange, Tombolo. This is this is a nineteen seventy World Cup jersey from the Italian team. It's definitely been there a couple of years because it looks quite faded, but that's definitely what it is. It's it's the away strip. <laughs> away strip, you say. And he takes out his notepad and writes it down. Tombolo now has a wealth of information. He has a strange coin and he ha- and his strange coins onto the floorboard and the jersey that's been bloodstained. Hmm. This is all shaping up to be quite the investigation. Murder in paradise.